All right, welcome everybody. Uh, session two of our Dungeons and Dragons game, which we will need to come up with a name for. Uh, maybe we can steal one of Ezin Lane's podcast names. Um, <laughs> Not a bad idea. I think we'll start off tonight by having everybody go around and introduce the character they're playing in our Dungeons and Dragons game um, and say a little bit about their character. So why don't we start with Charlotte? All right. I am, uh, my character's name is, she is a fighter, a dragonborn. Um, she is chaotic good. I don't know if that matters. And um, she has silver hair and blue eyes. And she's wears leather. So I kind of envisioned her more looking more elf-like. But I guess with a dragon body. I love it. Um, next, we'll move over to Phil. Okay, so I'm Philip. Uh, I'm playing Albatross. He has a Warforged, so he's basically like uh, a living, uh, organic and inorganic um, soldier, kind of. Um, and he uh, is made of white stone, and his uh, ligaments are made of like uh, roots. And he uh, has a tendency to say things out loud that he should really keep inside. And he is uh, blunt, loyal, and pretty intense. So, Fantastic. Next, let's do Melanie. Okay. Um, my character's name is Lyafel. And she has green eyes, brown hair, is a druid and a wood elf, um, kind of secretive in nature due to my hermit background. Um, and since I, ever since I came back um, into the world of other people from the forest, I have um, been enjoying the food and drink and I'm searching on my quest, which no one else knows about. So. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find out about it eventually. Um, and last but not least is Tony. Uh, hello there. Uh, I'm Tony. Uh, I am playing Larrikin Host. Uh, Larrikin Host is a gnome warlock. And he's uh, just a little guy. He's 3.3. He's got auburn hair that's woven into slick back locks um and he wears a feathered cloak uh that is uh composed of pretty much every single uh, feather of every single bird you can imagine uh and he uses them as uh components in his magic spells they don't actually do anything though it's all for show because uh, he used to be um uh he used to be uh, kind of like a roguish kind of guy like a charlatan uh han solo kind of guy um and then also um uh in order to get his warlock powers he had to perform a ritual at his ancestor's gravesite, and while doing that uh albatross was created hmm. um, and that is one of the main reasons why he and i traveled together uh i think that's all i'll leave it at right now great thanks everyone and uh i'm jim i'm the dm so i'll be leading you through this adventure uh, just a quick refresher on what happened in our last session, uh, both for anyone listening and for myself and the players. 
uh, everyone met in the town of Neverwinter. You were all called to a quest by Gundren Rockseeker, who asked you to deliver a wagon full of supplies to a town called Phandalin. Uh, you introduced yourselves to one another, got started on your quest, uh, and after about a day, day and a half, you came across a couple of dead horses in the middle of the path. Uh, after you approached to get a closer look, you got attacked by goblins. Uh, and after a long and somewhat bloody battle in which Larrikin was unconscious for a few rounds, uh, you did successfully defeat the goblins. Uh, that is sort of where we are now. You defeated the goblins, you looked around your surroundings, and you discovered a path that leads to the northwest. So, all that being said, um, what do you all want to do? Let's go to the path. Sounds good okay. to me. Uh, there is room off the main road to store up the stagecoach or the wagon uh, if you'd like to. Uh, I think that's a wise idea, actually. Uh, I'll say it in character, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we should probably hide the cart off uh, off on the side here where, where there's room. Hey. I'm just posting watch. Uh, Albatross is just posting watch while they, they do whatever. Oh, um, and then, Jim, do we have time to take a uh, rest of some sort, potentially? Uh, you do, um, okay. but you're also aware that uh, Gundren's companion, Sildar Hallwinter, uh, yeah. uh, was likely taken away from this scene um, and probably was still alive, so... You don't like, know. Yeah, it could be of the essence. You're not sure. That's fair. Um, so it's up to you. So you've tied the tied the stagecoach and the horses. Uh, do you want to start up the path or you want to rest? Uh, no. You know what? I'm I'm gonna reconsider that. Um, I'm in a bad way, but maybe I'll just potentially I'll hold back from this next fight. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. So if you guys are going to start on this path, I need a marching order. Who's going to take the lead? I will. I was just going to say, I think you need to be. Albatross starts marching yeah. forward. <laughs> All right. So the four of you, the four of you end up uh, on this path heading to the northwest. Uh, it's nothing out of the ordinary. Some sparse thickets of trees. Um, eventually, you start to have a stream running parallel to you on your right. Uh, and Albatross, I'm going to have you make a wisdom, a perception check. Okay. And I rolled a, let's see. Let me get back to the chat. I can also announce it too. Sorry. I yeah, I made a nine, so that was a terrible. Yeah, so nine is is not great. Um, and then I'm gonna have you make a dexterity saving throw. Amazing. So is give me one second. This is a difficulty of ten. All right, so you succeed. So uh, as you're walking along this path, Albatross, you're. Just to, just for one brief moment, you stop paying as close attention to your feet, uh, your footing, uh, and you're about to trigger a snare trap, uh, but your quick reflexes allow you to move out of the way before the rope uh, collapses around your ankle. Um, so it is 
uh, you successfully dodged that snare. And I yell out, there is a snare here. Oh, geez, Louise. That was a close one, eh? It, it was uh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, can I uh, look around and see if I see any uh, any enemies nearby? Yeah. Go ahead. Make a perception check. Okay. I'd like to do that also. Go ahead. Everybody can. Okay, I didn't. I rolled a five again, so I'm terribly unperceptive at this moment. <laughs> yep, you're a little bit more focused on your in all party different safety. directions right now, rapidly, and he's really not paying attention. Uh, Lara can roll the thirteen, uh, looking around, uh, especially after seeing uh, that snare almost get his buddy Albatross. Uh, Lara can does not see anything out of the ordinary besides the snare trap. Um, Charlotte and Melanie, do you guys remember how to roll perception checks? Nope, oh, Melanie's all on top of it. Dang, Melanie, Melanie. rolled it. Yeah. Wow. Twenty-one. Um, unfortunately, Melanie, you also don't see anything out of the ordinary. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, it appears that there are no goblins nearby at this moment. All right. Well, then I'm not gonna bother rolling. <laughs> it's probably a good plan. Um, but with that good score, Melanie, I'll say that you are more perceptive the rest of this path than everybody else is. Uh, And so after about another 10 minutes, um, what is your, I'm going to check your character sheet for a second. Uh, Okay, so your your passive wisdom, your perception check that happens if you're aware of your surroundings is a 15. So as you approach uh, this pile of leaves, uh, you realize that this is uh, not a normally formed pile of leaves. This is very conspicuous, uh, and you suspect that it's probably a trap. Okay. And uh, what's his face? Everyone else that yeah, I Albatross is walking straight forward it, straight towards me. Stop, Albatross. <laughs> I stop, I freeze in mid-motion. I slam right into Albatross's back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> You didn't push him into the leaves, did you? I'm very, very small, and he's very, very large. I do not believe so. <laughs> Could have made him trip down. So can we, uh, can we just get around this trap? Yeah, like absolutely. Pile of leaves? Yep, okay. it's 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 not very cleverly hidden. It's sort of a clumsily made pit trap. Um, and in general, when we run into things like this, if one of you sees something, like Melanie sees a trap right there, uh, I'll just let you know that you saw the trap, but it's totally up to you as to what you want to do with it, with that information. Um, so if you were to say, I don't want to let the party know, then your party could walk straight into it. Um, and it's obviously up to everybody else to play in character as though they didn't know that you'd seen it, even though like <laughs> Phil, Charlotte, and Tony would clearly know that you saw it. Melanie, it's easier for you to rob us that way if that's what you decide to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, in this case, however, you warn your party, uh, and you're all able to walk around this trap. Are you going to leave it the way it is? You're going to clear it out? I want to see if there was anything under it, like drop something else on it, or yeah, leave yeah, it? you can. How do you want to do that? Um, is, are there any rocks nearby? Plenty. Can we drop some rocks onto this trap? You can indeed. Um, so you go and find a couple rocks, drop it on top of this pile of leaves, and they fall straight through 
uh, all of the sticks that had been laid, laid across as a brace for the leaves crack and fall into the bottom of the trap, which is uh, about 10 feet deep. Doesn't appear there's much interesting in there, though. Okay. I think we should right. you walking. So you walk around the trap. You keep going. And just about 15 to 20 minutes later, uh, you come upon a new scene. Um, you see a large cave in a hillside. Uh, and this is about five miles now from the scene of the ambush. So maybe you were walking a little bit longer than an hour and a half. <laughs> um, uh, that, that seems about right. Uh, and a, a shallow stream is flowing out of the cave mouth, the one that has started to be parallel to you on your journey. Uh, and it is screened uh, by a dense briar thickets. Uh, a narrow dry path leads into the cave on the right-hand side of the stream. So on your side of the stream, there are no thickets. On the other side of the stream, there's a lot of thickets. Uh, and you can see into the cave that the path that you could walk on is on the other side of the stream. There's always a swim check in D&D. Every single campaign I've ever played. <laughs> this is a, a shallow stream. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> like only a foot or two deep. No cost away. You can climb on my shoulders if you mm -hmm. want. Don't want to get your feet wet. I, uh, I do so without hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pat you on top on top of your head. Is there a bald spot up there, Phil? On the top oh, of your character's head? It's all head? smooth. It's like a helmet. Oh, that's beautiful then I'll, i will definitely pat that helmet so um so what are you all gonna do are you gonna cross yes i'll cross yeah. for, first for them to make sure it's safe okay um so you walk up you see this you take it take your surroundings into account and um i'm gonna need to remember everybody's names better than i do so far albatross uh, fords the stream um and albatross as you get towards the other side of the stream uh, on the east side, you see a small area in the briar thickets, which has been hollowed out to form like a lookout post. Uh, wooden planks are flattening out the briars and are providing room for guards to lie hidden and watch the area. And indeed, you see a pair of goblins looking there right now, but they are not paying attention, uh, so they don't see you yet. Okay, so this is going to be interesting. Can we do a stealth check to see if I can... Uh pass without them noticing and, and like move upon them? Yes, so anyone who's currently in the stream or trying to cross the stream should make a stealth check. Okay, let's see. Oh, here we go. Are we still waiting for Albatross? Uh, you're waiting in his wake, sort of. Okay, so do we see what he sees as well? Um, you do. As you, as you get into the stream, you see what he sees. Okay. So Tony has rolled a 14. I rolled a 10. I rolled a 19. And I am rolling a perception check for the goblins. Oh, nope, I'm going to use their passive perception, which is 9. So all of you are successfully stealth, so the goblins do not notice you, and you're all across the stream now. Okay. Uh, Charlotte was hanging back, though? Well, you know, I just can't find the freaking festival. <laughs> okay, so I want to say that I'm pretty bad at imagining things when they're just told to me so if i mess anything up someone please let me know no problem i'll try and get a little better at it too no i mean you did a good job i just i'm not very good at it. yep so really though just this is a little confusing um you're crossing a stream there's a bunch of thickets on the other side so like really heavy brush uh so when you're far away it just looks like a wall but as you get closer you start to be able to see through the holes in the brush 
Um, and once you're that close, that's when you can see there's uh, some wooden planks that have been sort of laid down on top of it so that you're not like in the brush if you're laying down on those wooden planks. And there are two goblins laying down on those two wooden planks. And where is the cave? Um, the cave is to your north. So you've been walking north for the last couple of minutes. The stream is flowing from north to south. The cave entrance is directly to your north. Uh, and the stream goes straight into the entrance with a small pathway on its eastern side, okay. which is where you just crossed to. Okay. So if we're crossing to the east, the cave mouth would be to our left. Then. I do have a picture if I can show it without oh. giving too much away. Um, okay. That's. I don't think that's going to happen. That's okay. I, got, I'm, I pretty much got it now. Okay. Yeah. If they had this without all of the numbers on it, which indicate that there are important things happening in those locations, then I could show it. <laughs> if I were prepared, I would have brought it up and had the fog of war on so you could see only what I want you to see. Ah, uh, I see. But for now, I'm not that prepared. Uh, so you're all successfully stealth. Charlotte did roll a 13. So the goblins are just sort of... Sorry, I forgot to say that out loud. Oh, well, that's okay. We were being loud, too. Um, yeah, so there are two goblins. They so, don't see you. You can do whatever you want. I, do we want to continue to the up. cave? Well, I mean, there's only two goblins, right? That we so, see. Right. So, in theory, um, like, maybe Larrikin can, like, make uh, that we see. Good point. Good point. Um, I can imagine Larrikin would do, like, some hand gestures, you know, especially to the ranged um, Arthurs. Uh, I, I have a question. Oh, what's up? Do I see anything else since I have higher perception still? Nope. Okay. You just see the two goblins. So what if I make like a, like I point at Lyafell and I'm going to uh, kind of do like the two fingers and the V and I'm going to point at my eyes. I'm going to point at the goblin. And I'm going to point at Lyafell and be like, do you, you know, let's, you know, and I'm going to slit my throat, you know. <laughs> And I'm gonna make like a. I'm making just a flurry of motions, very silently. Very. The thumb across your neck. Yeah, yeah, the thumb across my neck, and like a bow signal and everything. So we want right. to kill them. All right. Are you gonna go first, Melanie, or do you want me to? How far away are they? From where you are right now, probably no more than thirty feet. I'll uh, I'll set up a little map. Oh, I shouldn't have gotten rid of those goblin pictures. <laughs> they are. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna bother erasing the map as it currently is. Uh, I'm just gonna add some goblins just for the sake of distances, um, and I'll draw a little stream on the map. I'll edit all of this good stuff out. Ooh. So this blue thing behind you is the stream you just waded through. Uh, you're just on the other side, and this wooded, this brown stuff are all the thickets. So if you were to try and shoot <laughs> through the thickets, uh, it's going to be harder to hit the goblins. Okay. Um, there is a way around, so I am dumb and drew this horribly, uh, but... Pretend that at the very top here is where the cave mouth is, where I just drew the gray. 
So you can slip around between the cave mouth and the thickets and sneak around the goblins. And you are already successfully sneaking, so you could just keep sneaking if you wanted to get closer. This is so excellent. So for the purpose of audio, uh, what's, what Jim has drawn is... <laughs> Um, he's drawn it right on top of our last map, which is beautiful and very good with the shorthand. He immediately dragged all of our characters just off to the corner, put the two goblins down, and then he drew, it looks from this angle like a waterfall, but I know it's supposed to be a river. Uh, it looks like water pouring, pouring out of a silver dish. And then I can tell that he just grabbed like his paint tool and like wiggled the mouse back and forth a lot to represent the brown bramble. But it kind of looks like a guy doing like a walk like the Egyptian kind of thing. <laughs> Someone take a screenshot. They, I, yep, I'll grab my phone right now and do it. So I'll get better as we go on. So it's going to be harder <laughs> for them to shoot uh, into the thicket, you said? It'll be hard for them to shoot or you to shoot, yes. All right, so can I just march through the thicket and attack them? Absolutely. Uh, if you march through the thicket, though, they will see you coming. Let's go up. Well, so while so while marching, I'm gonna go up and around and come up on the other side. Yeah, I'm going up, up around. I'm yeah. I motion that I'm going north. That's cool, and he, he loves the idea. But Albatross is just like they're goblins, and he wants to smash them and scare them too. So That's he's fun. just gonna march right through the thicket, right at them. Okay, Classic. we'll do this. Um, so the three of you who do want to sneak are going around the top at the same time that Albatross starts marching. Um, okay. So we'll say that the goblins are aware of Albatross, but not of you three okay. right now. Uh, I'm going believe, to need... Go ahead, Tony. I believe I'm still riding on Albatross. Oh, you are. I'm really at, I'm really at his whim, so... Oh, my shoulder. <laughs> That's true. That's just kind of the way it is. Off of him? Uh, I, yeah, but what's the fun in that, Charlotte? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... So, Leofel is uh, going around the thickets, well hidden, as is Lyra. Uh, Albatross, you, with the gnome still on your shoulders, uh, march straight through the thickets, and the goblins see you. So I'm going to need the four of you, actually, and everybody just roll initiative, but I'll handle um, Charlotte and Melanie's differently. Okay, so do I have to go back to my character to do that, or just yes. can I roll it off? Yes, although I feel like... I feel like there's a way to do it if you just click on your character somehow. I don't know. I think there's a fancy way to do it, but yes, the easiest way is going to be to do the uh, click in your character sheet. Melanie, you rolled a nat 20 on initiative. Dang. How fun yeah, is that? Yeah, that's the time to roll it, right? Uh, it's, <laughs> okay. I rolled a three. I'm going to have terrible rolls when we start fighting, just to let you know. That's I how D&D &D goes. I rolled a 17. And Albatross rolled a 15. Fantastic. Okay, so now we're ready to go. So what is going to happen is the sneakers are sneakers are going to get a surprise round. Uh, so Leofel and Syra are going to get to go first, um, and then we're going to start everybody else in normal initiative order. So just pretend that you. I mean, Leofel's first in the order anyway, so your bonus is not really existent. Um, but Syra, you're going to get to go second, and then we'll proceed in regular order. So Melanie, what do you want to do? Um. Do I have a clear shot at yes. the top one? Okay, I am going to use my short bow. Ugh. 
she rolled a seven. See, I told you. <laughs> Unfortunately, a seven misses, uh, but you are sneaky. Uh, so though you miss, uh, the goblins still don't notice you because they're being charged down by a giant um, warforged. And I missed by so much. <laughs> yep, wasn't even close. Uh, Syra, uh, Charlotte, your turn. Uh, I'm going to use my longbow. So then that's what I'm going to... I just push my longbow on my thing. That I don't have to do the D20 or anything, Correct. right? Correct. Get a 15. That is a 15. That is a hit. Nice. So now if you click on literally the word longbow in the chat, it'll roll your damage. Perfect. Uh, why did it roll? Oh, it was rolling. It's just six. Oh, okay. D20 is funny sometimes because you've rolled a natural 20 with your advantage roll, even though you didn't have advantage. So you do six damage. Um, which goblin were you shooting, the top one or the bottom one? Um, I don't know. I'll do the top okay. one. All right. You have dealt six damage to the top goblin. Uh, he gets hit by the arrow, and he turns in surprise because he had no idea that he was getting shot at. Uh, and now he sees you, and he also sees Leofel. So he's no longer uh, he's no longer unaware of your presence. Uh, and that doesn't save him from the fact that he is being charged down by both a gnome and a warforged. Uh, so that being said, Larrikin, Tony, it is your turn. You are still on Albatross's shoulders. Um, so since... Since turns happen relatively quick, uh, and I think what I was doing just prior to this all beginning is I was also doing like sign language indicating to Albatross, and then when he started just tramping through the brush, I'm like, ah, you know. So, as a result, I am going to, with my one free hand, because one is wrapped kind of around, um, Albatross's like neck area to keep myself on the on his back as he's tramping. Uh, with my free hand, I'm going to grab a feather from my cloak, and I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Excellent. Which is a cantrip that potentially could either do damage or wound a dead horse pretty bad. So let's see what happens. <laughs> hey, it's an 18. 18 right. is a hit. Were you attacking the weaker one or the stronger one? Uh, I think. Let me just check something quick here. <clears throat> the one on top is the weaker one. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, bah, 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 bah. It is only one creature. I'll say this. I'll go for the other one. The okay. second one. Because that's just good tactics. Go ahead and roll your damage. Sir. It looks like a six. All right, so you uh, release a blast of Eldritch energy at this goblin while you're riding on the back of a very big Warforged. Uh, I imagine it'd be quite a sight. But you deal six damage to this goblin, who I think both of these goblins are rethinking their place in this world at the moment. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, and it is now the Warforged turn. Okay, so do you want me to move move him or just... It doesn't matter. Okay, so I'm going to literally just power through the brush and then as i come out i'm gonna with my long my great sword i'm going to slam it down can i can i reach him yeah 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 yep. all right yeah so i'm gonna was, bring my map was not to scale <laughs> my, i'm gonna bring my great sword down upon the one that just got hit by the eldritch blast so okay. you roll to hit Oof. <laughs> it's terrible uh he rolled an eight i eight. rolled an eight 
Missed. <laughs> Not a hit. Almost as bad as mine. So I'm going to go ahead and say that given that you have a gnome writing on your back, uh, yeah. that threw your balance off a little bit. <laughs> you, weren't, you didn't hit successfully. The arm around your neck probably didn't help yeah. either. So. <laughs> um, following the war foraged is the goblin on top. Uh, he got hit by an arrow, so he is going to charge down Syrah uh, and attack her. If I can figure out how to roll. Which I'm not figuring out very successfully right now. Oh, this is where it keeps rolling secretly. I don't want it to roll secretly. Hey, I gotta jump up for something really quick. I'll be right back, okay, guys? Okay. Thanks. Um, Syrah, the goblin charges you down and misses. Uh, I think he's not, not uh, constitutionally present. He's a little bit scared. And so no damage. The lower goblin is going to swing back at uh, Albatross. Twenty-two is going to probably hit. Yep, I have to check damage. Looks like it's one d six plus two, so you take five points of damage. Uh, whereas the first goblin appeared to be losing the battle with fear, this one has mastered himself uh, enough to take a pretty good chunk out of you. Nice. So I'm at. How far and like this one's charging? How far is he? Close. Uh, the one that attacked you. Yeah. The map is not correct at the moment because you were shooting from up here, so he's more like right there, and this guy's. Which is very helpful for people, anyone listening. Um, you were near Leofel, near Melanie's character, and the goblin charged you down. Okay. Uh, and then the Warforged and uh, Larrikin both are near the other goblin. And with that, we're back to the top of the order. So, Melanie, it is your turn. Okay. Um, how about this time? Wait, I don't think you... Did we ever change my weapon? Uh, that's up to you. However you want to start a battle, you can just indicate which weapon you're wielding. Yeah, I meant from the um, the scimitar to the... the. Oh, you were trying to wield a staff, right? Yeah. Did I? I didn't. We can do that real quick. Oh, I gave you two. I don't know how that happened. Sure. I wonder what the difference in these are. One-handed. Oh, you can swing it either one-handed or two-handed. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so if I want to use the the cantrip and then the quarterstaff after it's imbued with the magic? Um, let me just check that cantrip really quickly. I believe that you can. Um, that's the shillelagh, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bonus action. So you can cast it on your staff and then attack. Okay, so if it's bonus action, does that mean I can shoot and then do that? No, because then I can't. And never mind. So I will do that. And okay. then I will go back to this and swing it two-handed. Uh, unfortunately... Um, even though you imbue your quarterstaff with nature's power, uh, you 
Swing and miss. The goblin. Uh, she rolled a seven. Again. Yep, again. Dang. Uh, after that... Oh, Tony's back. Perfect timing. Larry, can you I am you're back. Up? Uh, it's my turn. Yep. Still two um, alive goblins. It appears that, yeah, both of them are still alive. Um, I'm going to do a risky maneuver. I'm going to climb off of, <laughs> off of my uh, golem friend. And let's see. Will this be fun? This will be fun. I'm going to poison spray the goblin in front of us. Okay. Um, I'm going to grab kind of a violet, a violet feather of some unknown foreign bird. Uh, and I'm actually going to grab two just for flair, and then I'm going to whack them together. And then as they come apart, poison comes out, and it does... It was a... Oh, it's a constitution Yeah, they save. have to save. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, DC 13. Uh, unfortunately, the goblin did indeed <laughs> save. He swallowed it with, with joy. <laughs> He just stared you down. <laughs> Thanks for the drink. I just what I else invented, you got? <laughs> exactly. I invented purple feather uh, whiskey is what I did. So <laughs> you're welcome, Gob. That so these goblins are surviving with very little health left. Uh, it is Albatross's <laughs> turn again. Okay. I look at look at my gnome friend puzzled at what he just did. Um and what they look thirsty <laughs> i swing my great sword again let's see down at that same goblin there oh, we no. go 25 um you swing your great sword down and i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you damage doesn't matter but you might as well roll it see how much how bad I shape this goblin in. yeah so this goblin is just smacking his lips after that tasty purple feather <laughs> whiskey he got from larrikin uh <laughs> And just as he finishes swallowing, he looks up to see his doom as the great sword cleaves him in two. You made two goblins. Two half goblins. <laughs> so he is dead. Uh, and then I'm going to turn and walk straight towards the other one, and that'll be my move action. Okay. Uh, it is now the next goblin's turn. Uh, I'm going to roll to see who he's attacking. Rolled a one, so he's going to stick with Charlotte's character and attack Syra. He uh, swings his scimitar at you. For a 13, what is your armor class? A 12. Okay, so he hits you. Uh, and for how much? He hits you for six points of damage. So this goblin, uh, in one last burst of rage after he sees his friend cloven in two... Uh, swings angrily and does a pretty sizable amount of damage to Syro the Dragonborn. And after that, it is Syro's turn. Okay, so I'm going to uh, use my scimitar. I rolled a 19. And then... Yep, that's going to be hit for four damage. Um, all right, so uh, you sort of spit at his feet as you wipe the blood off your face uh, and swing your scimitar back and... Uh, hit him to death. He's he is no longer breathing. Nice, nice. Both goblins are dead, and no one else remains out here. So you won the battle. So if we look around, there isn't 
anyone else, any other goblins around that we can see? Nope. And with the amount of noise you made, you figure they would have come running after you. Come running. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty safe to say that there are no more goblins outside of the hideout. So all that's left to do, if you want, is to go in. That is a great idea. I think we shall do that. Did they have anything with them, like a, a little bag or something, a sack? The goblins sure. outside? Yeah. Uh, no, all they had were their weapons. They seemed to be lookouts. Okay. Um, all right. So what order are you all going to walk in to get into this cave? It's like Lyafell's already on her way in. I would so really I'll, like to I'll erase this map if I could. <laughs> there is a erase button somewhere. This. I think. Yes. Albatross, are you going first? Uh, hang on. I'm going to redraw the cave. Uh, no, I'm not. It's fine. We'll figure it out. It's not that big of a cave. <laughs> um, I'm going to at least go okay. three from the front because I have two hit points and I would like to be a little not towards the front for a bit. So right now your order is Leofel is leading. Is that how you want it, Melanie? I'm sorry. I'm my dad said he was going to be downstairs not making any noise and he's walking around making noise doorbells ringing. <laughs> Never trust him. Um okay. So I think he's downstairs and whoever was here is now downstairs too. So, um I are we supposed to move our own characters on the map or are you doing that? No, I've been letting you guys move them. I'm not paying too much attention to the map. Usually I'm only going to use that for combat. Uh, otherwise, we'll rely on our powers of description to sort of keep track. I just, people had moved themselves into a line, so I wasn't sure whether that was how they wanted to be situated. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, sure, I'll go in first. Um, does anybody not have dark vision? Maybe since her perception is better, um, let her go first and then I'll just be ready in case. And I have dark, yeah, who, does anyone else not have dark vision? Uh, let me see. I don't think I have. Uh, I'm good to go. I do have dark vision, yes. I do not. Okay, so it's not that dark in here when you walk in. Um, so you can still see... Uh, man, why can't I remember the Warforged name? Albatross. It's like an easy one to remember, too. Uh, Albatross, you can still see... Everybody else can see as though it's not dark at all. You just sort of have to, like, squint and pay closer attention. Okay. Um, so you walk in. Can I do a perception check? Yes. <laughs> My God. <laughs> that is a natural one. Um, Amazing. So you're leading the party and you're basically looking backwards. That's so funny. <laughs> Someone else want to run ahead of me real quick? That's so funny. I told you I was going to start rolling terrible. <laughs> just just wait for initiative again. You ever, you ever walk indoors when you're snow blind? <laughs> yep. Like yes. that's what I'm picturing. I have transition uh, glasses as well. So one time that happened to me, I, I literally ran into a wall when walking through a building. <laughs> it was not great. So. Being that I've always lived in the South, I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear glasses, but I've had friends that can't see. Oh. All right, so with uh, the oh. wonderful perception check. Was that an invite for the rest of us to potentially also try something? Or yes, um, She is in the lead, <laughs> so I'm going to just go ahead and use hers. It doesn't really matter yet. Yeah. 
so well, you, you walk can... into the cave mouth, um, and Melanie or uh, Leofel is just not really paying any attention. But the rest of you, uh, as you walk in, um, just inside this cave mouth, there are a few uneven stone steps that lead up to a small, dank chamber on the east side of the passage. So you've walked into the cave, and on your east, a couple feet in, are a couple stone steps that lead to that chamber. Um, the cave... Oh, I lost. Hang on. Give me one second. So that's off to the right, effectively. Yes. So the cave mouth... Uh, sorry. The cave narrows to a steep fissure at the far end, on in this cavern to the right that you're looking at, mm-hmm. uh, and it's filled with the stench of animals. Um, savage snarls and the sounds of rattling chains greet your ears, where three wolves are changed up, chained up just inside the opening. Each wolf's chain leads to an iron rod driven to the base of a, the base of a stalagmite. Um, so basically, you're, you've walked into this cave, and to your right are some stairs, just like three or four of them, uh, which lead to sort of a landing in this cave that narrows at the uh, other end. Um, and in here are three wolves changed, chained to iron spikes. Are they uh, are the wolves by the stairs? They can't reach you from where they are right now if you're standing on the steps. Uh, but it does appear, given the length of their chains, that if you moved up the steps, they would be able to reach you. Hmm. And they don't look happy. Can hmm. what about? Can I use one of my spells? Mm-hmm. For what do I have? Animal friendship. Yes, what does oh. that do? If you could just click on it, it'll paste the text. Yeah. So it says... Oh, fantastic. The... Yeah, the spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast that you can see within range. It must see and hear you. Uh, blah, 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 some technical stuff. Um, if you succeed with the spell, basically, it's going to be charmed by you for the duration of the spell, which is 24 hours. Uh, if anybody harms the target, the spell will end. Are you then able Can I make to... a nature check? Okay. Yes. Do you want to okay. do that first? Or... Yeah, because I want to tell her which, like, out of the pack, which is, like, the, the leader of the wolves, to maybe have her charm that one. Okay. Good idea. 14. Um, a 14 is a decent enough check here. You can tell that these wolves have been sort of maltreated uh, mm-hmm. beyond the point at which they're sort of respecting, like, pack rules anymore. Okay. Uh, they're just all mad and not happy about the mm-hmm. situation they're in, and it seems like they wouldn't follow either of the other two. Okay. Now, does it make a difference because I've been raised by wolves? Can I have any kind of... I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna say that you forever will have advantage on animal animal handling checks when you're specifically interacting with wolves. So Melanie can Leofel can try and befriend them. Um, I don't think you quite have that spell, but your ability to sort of cool their uh, cool their jets, let's say, um, is going to be much better than anyone else's in your party. So you both can try your own methods to calm them down. Oh, uh, Melanie already rolled that. So the wolf, what wolf? Well, let's just say there's a left middle and a right wolf. I'll put some wolves on the map. Let's say they're in a cave now. Here they come. Sorry, taking a little bit of time. Oh, these are cute wolves. Aww. 
Okay, so there's three wolves. Uh, Melanie, which one did you want to try and befriend? Um, whichever one was the leader. There was no leader. Okay. Uh, I do the middle one. Okay. Um, it is going to roll. Um, can you tell me? What does it say? No, I just need to know what your spell casting modifier is, but I'll go ahead and check. Uh, it is a 13. So they need to beat a 13 with a wisdom check. I wish I could stop rolling privately. I have to type everything out to show you. Uh, unfortunately, he does resist your animal friendship. It seems like the nature of this wolf is starving and kind of beyond friendship at this point. Uh, but Charlotte, you can still try to calm the wolves. Okay. So, so what, what on your what character I sheet, animal handling is one of the skills, just like stealth and perception was. Uh, a 16 six. is a very good roll. Uh, so as Leah Fell's attempt to befriend one of these wolves seems to fail, she starts to move closer and it snaps at her and she backs away. Uh, you sort of move up the stairs slowly. Um, and how I want I want to just know for color. How are you trying to calm the wolves? Are you like speaking wolf or acting a certain um, way? I probably am speaking and then just holding my hands up, like calm down. We're just okay. Getting Excellent. So you're 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 emitting these sort of small growls uh, and uh, other wolf-like noises, and the wolves sort of calm down a little bit. They look curious, not not friendly, um, but they look. They look like something is different than they were expecting, uh, and they stop growling. And Albatross looks at her very interesting, considering she's a dragonborn and she's speaking wolf. <laughs> I, I look at Larrikin like I'm about to say something. <laughs> and since we've been together for so long, I already know what he's thinking. So <laughs> we share a knowing look. <laughs> Now, do we have any food on our bodies, like and on their packs? Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. yes. <laughs> our bodies are food, Charlotte. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, should we <laughs> try to throw some food at them to calm them down as we go up, or just go up? So let me. I didn't describe the rest of this uh, room. So that kennel, the the kennel area oh. you're in right now, is on the right. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to read like three sections of three different documents all at the same time. Um, there was still a way to go straight. So at the end of this little kennel area, uh, the cave mouth, the cave narrowed to a steep fissure at the end. Uh, so it looks like it, you can't tell from where you are if there's a way to get through that way or if there isn't. Um, but you are sure that when you came in the cave, you could have just kept walking straight instead of turning right to go up the stairs towards the wolves. Uh, you're pretty sure the wolves are not going to attack you at this point. They don't look friendly, but they don't look mean. Okay. I guess I'd like to continue up then, because figuring why would the wolves be there unless they're trying to protect something. That's a good point. Uh, so you walk through the wolves. Uh, they sort of sniff you as you walk by. And the rest of you don't know if you've ever seen a wolf look confused before, but this is as close as they're going to get. Um, and... La uh, Lyra, Syra, Syra, Syra. Oh my goodness, I'm doing that again. I have Syra written. Syra. <laughs> As you get to the end, uh, at the base of this fissure, at the end of this cavern, um, is a bunch of rubbish, trash. Uh, and you look up, and it seems like there's a natural chimney here. 
that climbs up about 30 feet. Uh, it doesn't look particularly easy to climb, but also you could um, you could try. Is that athletics? It would be athletics, yes. I that's my weakest <laughs> that's my I weakest have a, skill. I've athletics. And that is Question. on my so I guess I'm gonna try and climb it. Uh, keep in mind that if you try and climb it, you will be alone unless someone else wants to come with you. Can so, I I can, do I have to wait to use another spell because it's not a cantrip? Um, we're not really in combat right now, so you can sort of just do things. I have a, I have a question, though. Can so we still have to get through the wolves? The other ones? Oops. We have to? Uh, the three wolves? No. Uh, Charlotte's um, animal handling seemed okay. to calm okay. them down pretty completely. That's not a bad idea, Melanie. Um, okay, yeah, so Melanie, you can't speak with animals. I just want you to know that you have now used both of your spell slots. So if you do this, you won't have any more spells until you take a long rest. Okay. Wasn't one a cantrip, though, or? No, they were But she just used animal friendship, and now oh, she'd be using speak with that, animals. That's fair, I understand. Yeah, shillelagh was a cantrip. Okay. So if you want to, you can. You, I'm just, I'm trying to be honest here. You do not think they're going to attack you, but this could be a good way to get information. Um, yeah. Well, you said they're starving, right? Though. They look. You, you think they're, they're pissed off about something, and the most common way you know to piss off a wolf is to so, not give it food. So while the characters are thinking about what they're doing, I go back outside, and. I grab the one of the dead goblin oh, bodies, <laughs> and I appear back through, and I throw it at them. They, Wait, you, the one that's in two pieces. Did you I grab throw the one that was in two, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, they are you throwing it sort of where all three can reach it? Yeah, they yes, all can reach it. Yes, so they can uh, all. Get, they just us. They yeah. just attack this body, and it is disgusting. Um, there is blood and bits of goblin flying oh, everywhere. Goodness. Uh, Charlotte, um, your character, Sierra, as you're looking at this oh, trash no. on the ground and examining this chimney, you recognize uh, these wolves, their their reaction. Um, they are very pleased at the moment. This is like they just found a great kill and they're not going to be hungry for a little while. Well, and not to mention, if Melanie is going to speak with them, they're all going to be talking with their mouths full, and that's never a good thing. So. Oh, no. <laughs> Manners. They, but they look like they don't give a crap that you guys are here right now. Okay, so we can go past them now, I assume. Absolutely, yes. Right. So I just but, march on. So now if I'm going up, somebody will be there with uh, I will. There. I'll so tell you how... We'll do that in a second. I do want to okay. confirm whether Melanie's going to cast Speak with Animals or not. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So you cast Speak with Animals. You can talk to the wolves. Okay. So they can give me any... I mean, it depends on their intelligence, right? Right. So their intelligence is low. I don't know what they'd be able to give me. Well, just imagine you're there. What would you ask them? Uh, they'll they'll answer based off their intelligence, but you can ask them whatever okay. you want. Um, who or why are you here? Uh, so they don't know like big picture questions. So they they one of them looks up briefly as its mouth is full and bits of goblin brain are falling out of its mouth, oh. uh, and 
it sort of growls a little bit at you. The rest of you just hear a growl, and it doesn't exactly translate to language, uh, but you are able to interpret its meaning. Um, and basically, it just says, goblins put me here. They keep me here. Uh, and they don't feed us very often. Connect. So you can you get senses of hunger and of not being able to leave. Okay. Do they do anything besides sit there and starve? Are you asking them that? Yeah. Uh, he says, eat when we're mm. fed. Okay. Hmm. Um, can I ask them about what the goblins do? Yeah. Uh, you get the impression that the only thing these wolves are aware of are that the goblins sometimes come and go from this cave. Uh, and the one very useful piece of information that you you get from them is uh, it was only about a day ago that goblins came back and there was a dwarf with them. Uh, is he a dwarf? Is Sildar Hallwinter a dwarf? Uh, nope, he's a Sildar's man. Not. Yeah, so there was a man uh, with the goblins, which is weird. So these wolves, uh, you can sort of get the idea that they smelled something different. Okay, can I ask if they took them the way we're climbing or back out the front of the cave? Uh, they kept, they tell you that the smell sort of went back in the main part of the cave, not up where Sarah's looking. Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> Uh, he sort of gives one last little impression of uh, thanks, and he nods towards Albatross, uh, and then resumes his just disgusting feast on Goblin. Hey, hey, uh, Alf! Oh. Uh -oh. I'm getting attacked by a cat! Oh, oh no! An animal attack! Speak with that animal. Easy. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Um... Oh, God. Are you guys interested to find out what's going on up in the thing, or just should we go on follow? I, uh, go you know what? Way. My curiosity is peaked, I gotta say. Um, do you feel, Charlotte, that your character would have an easy time or a hard time of doing this? I have really good athletics, by the way. Um, just keep in I, mind that, like, not that if one of you falls or fails, the rest of you, even if you all make it, are going to be without them. So it's oh. kind of like if all of you can make it, great. But if some of you can't, yeah, that might not. Be oh, good. I see. You're saying if they go up to a place, <laughs> you oh, right? It's it's going to be a lot easier to climb up this follow. than it's going to be to come back down. Is that a Lord of the Rings quote? You're going someplace I cannot follow. Something like that. <laughs> Don't go where I cannot follow. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> but you can go, for sure. There's nothing stopping you. <laughs> but the smell goes... The smell of the man goes the other way? Yes, it went in the main part of the cavern. Should we flip a coin? Sure. <laughs> All right. So, just a minute. I have an idea. Uh, I'm going to roll a d4. Uh, uh, is it, should we do evens? We go up. You can uh, just roll a D2. Oh, you can? Yeah. Where's that one hiding? Could you roll uh, that I don't one think for it's, us? You can, you can type it. Oh, what did I do? Oh, what did I do? If you type it, you can roll a two-sided dice. <laughs> I wonder if you can, can you roll like a seven-sided dice? Yeah, you can roll whatever sided dice you want, even if it's oh, not really. Oh, how fun is that? 
Yeah. Well, now we messed it up. Um, I'll, I'll have the girls decide. Girls, do you want to roll a, a, a D4? Um, what is everyone's climbing ability? Mine is a negative one. But you could go on shoulders, right? I could, uh, if the DM is going to be okay with that. If you were on someone Maybe. else's shoulders, they're going to climb with disadvantage. Okay. Albatross, do you... How would you feel about climbing with disadvantage? Um, sure. Okay. Well, do we actually have a climbing, or is it it's just, just athletics? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, if the if the the basically Albatross will do whatever the group decides. He, My he athletics strong, is strongly one. either way. What is, is that, yours? Melanie? It's one. Oh. <laughs> Five. I have that plus was really low. I have plus four to athletics, so. so Melanie gets on Charlotte's back and <laughs> that's so <laughs> dumb. That's so dumb. This is gonna be great. You have two hit points left if you if someone falls. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if this time is a good idea. Uh, I tell and you the what. way this would work is this is about thirty feet tall, so we're gonna have to do a check for each ten feet of the climb. Okay. So how about we go the other way first and maybe you can always come back. Later, okay, so, yeah. So I, I pull up my mini map and I leave a little <laughs> note on it for, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. So we're going to go the regular way? Everyone has, Melanie has convinced me to be honest with you. Go ahead. <laughs> with my one in athletics? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just, just the, just the full logic of the entire situation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> She's the most unlife elf ever. <laughs> like all the other elves are doing yoga. And hey, she... I'm a clumsy elf. Just... <laughs> and, and as we descend down the stairs past the wolves, the dragon who was going to give us the golden chalice is like, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this. Uh, all right. So as you, you guys turn around, um, let me just double check. Charlotte, you okay with the group decision? Yep, that's fine. Okay, because uh, at any point, it's there's always the joke, don't split the party. But if you ever wanted to split the party, we can split the party. So if you don't agree with what everybody else decides, it's totally fine. Um, in any event, the group trudges past the wolves, who are already done eating this goblin. The flesh is gone. All you see is bones. Um, and it's been, like, minutes. Uh, so they were pretty hungry. Uh, but they look satisfied at this point. They are not mad. They're not growling. They're just sort of sitting contentedly on the ground. Uh, so you get back, you walk down the three stairs, you see the stream in front of you, um, and you turn to your right to keep going north into this cave. Uh, the main passage from the cave mouth climbs steeply upward, the stream plunging and splashing down its west side. In the shadows, uh, a side passage leads west across the other side of the stream. Um, so as you're walking north along this path, you look west across the stream, you see a darkly, barely lit side passage. Uh, in the shadows of the ceiling to the north, you can just make out the dim shape of a rickety bridge of wood and rope crossing over the passage ahead of you. Uh, and another passage intersects this one 20 feet above the floor. So the bridge basically runs perpendicular to the path you're on, um, and you can tell that it connects a path that is about 20 feet above you. Uh, you can't quite see if you keep going straight where the path leads, but it does bear to the right, and it sort of looks like it might start to turn. 
since I have dark vision, can I look down the western path and see if there's anything down there? Yes. Um, what shall it's I choked roll? with you don't need to you know you have dark vision so you're i appreciate okay. it thanks uh the passage is choked with rubble and has some steep encampments escarpments it's not a word uh so it looks uh, like it uh, would be tough to get across but there's no like climbing involved uh it doesn't appear that there's any climbing involved uh it does look like so there's like just a whole bunch of rubble in between you and then there's a sort of ledge where that rubble leads and then a lot more rubble and then another ledge uh, and this sort of raises, I don't know, probably zero to 15-ish feet from where you are to the end of this passage. Okay. So uh, it and doesn't... it looks, uh, the rubble area Go looks ahead. like it might be fragile. Ugh. It doesn't exactly look like a collapsed tunnel or anything like that. No, it doesn't that, look though, like right? a collapsed tunnel. Uh, I kind of want to check that area out just to see what's over there, if anything. You can. Um, uh, let me know if you decide to do so. Okay, well here I go. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna let the group know. I'm, I'll be like, hey guys. Um, oh, hang on. I gotta get back in my voice. Just a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh uh, hey there, guys. There's a. Uh, the other path has a. Uh, maybe there could be something up there. I mean, the wolves only knew that the smell. The smell came. I sort of lost you there, Tony. Yeah, they didn't know. Uh, the wolves didn't know. That all they knew was that it went upriver. They didn't know whether or not it went uh, off to the uh, off to the west here or not. I figure we may as well cover all our bases. Eh? What do you, what do you, what do you guys what do you guys think? I hope no Canadians listen to this. <laughs> or Minnesotans. <laughs> I'm basically speaking like my uncle right now is what I'm doing. So. <laughs> I love it. So I will go with him. Albatross will go with him so he's safe. So as you both approach this path to the left, I'm going to have you both make perception checks uh, for something else. Um Nice. Yeah. What's ahead. the what's the light situation in here right now? So it's it's well enough lit. There's occasional uh, torches along the passage, the main passage. The light situation in the one off to the left is not great. Made a sixteen uh, perception. Yep. So Tony, you're look around. You're looking around. You're pretty focused on this path off to the left. That sounds uh, about right. I rolled a seven. Not uh. named Tony, Larrikin. Um, and then Albatross. As you look around, you're you're trying to be careful and uh, act as the team guard and you look up at this bridge and you see a moving shape uh at the left side of the bridge it's not making any sudden movements but as you pay more and more attention uh you start to see the outline of a goblin which appears to be keeping some sort of watch and or guard on the bridge but it doesn't appear to see you yet okay so am i in range to hit it with my longbow yes you could shoot your longbow at it okay I'm gonna pull out my longbow. It is let's so it's twenty feet above you, but it's only about thirty feet in front of you. So whatever okay. the uh, a squared plus b squared equals c squared says that math ends up to. I'm terrible math, so I'm not doing it. It's within range. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to. I'm not even gonna say anything to Larrikin. I'm just gonna pull my bow out and aim and fire. Twenty-eight. 
21. Roll damage? Nope. Uh, uh, I hit the wrong button, sorry. Yep. It's... Nope. Why is it doing that? Let's Just see. click on the text on the chat. Just click on longbow. Yeah. In the I... chat box. Oh, okay. okay. Let's see. Sorry. Eight points of damage. Oh, beautiful. All right, so nice. you shoot this, uh, you shoot your longbow. You're just like sneakily doing it without letting anybody know. Uh, and the other three are just like sort of taken by surprise as they turn and see you drawing your longbow back and releasing an arrow. But the arrow just strikes pure into this goblin who tumbles backwards off the bridge and into the river. Into the I just turn around and my eyes, because my eyes glow in the dark. Oh, well, they're always glowing. And I just kind of like give a smirk. <laughs> and then I put my bow back up sorry i'm making a secret dm check at the moment and then larrikin says hey that was a great 36 foot shot right there <laughs> <laughs> um sierra and leafel what are you guys doing while this is happening hmm. i was contemplating going back and getting the wolves to come with us so you just your own ability to read wolves you don't think they're going to come with you they weren't friendly they were just sort of it was as if you were another pack of wolves passing through their territory okay. they were just content to but let we, you pass but we can't, they weren't your buddies and take them along with us as uh, extra fighters not at the not not the not the way these wolves are behaving in general that is something you can try and do with animals but these are probably not going to uh, listen, I think if Melanie had succeeded on her animal friendship check, you would have had at least one with you. But there will be plenty of other animals, I think. Okay. Uh, um, you so don't I need to know where you're going. Oh, yeah. I just don't know where you are. 36-foot shot, too. And I'm a little lost of what I'm looking at again. Hang on. Oh, I'm just do a following drawing. Uh, while Jim's doing his drawing, Melanie, effectively we're on the east bank uh, of a river, uh, and we had just started a way to cross it to go uh, towards a tunnel in the west. Um, okay. And, okay. And then while we're waiting across, to our right is this bridge suspended across the river. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Try that again. Mm-hmm. This is, Where is the bridge suspended? To our... I'll show you in it's, a second. Hang on. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's 36 <laughs> diagonal feet above. <laughs> so, but is it that we have to go up and over the bridge? Is that what you're saying? Is our that's where our no, 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 no. The no. bridge is if I think if if we had gone up that cliff. Hang on. This will make sense in a second. Sorry to anybody listening. I'm not that fast at drawing. So this 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 if this makes any sense, this blue is obviously the stream, the white is the path, um, and um, if I can find brown, so up here there is a bridge that is 20 feet off the ground, so it is suspended. Oh, okay. Um, and last so thing. So if we had gone up the wall. You can you can climb these walls too if you want. Um, but hang on, this is the other, the other wall. It's like Breath of the Wild. We can climb any wall we want. You can do anything you want. It's just as to whether you succeed or not. Uh, okay, so that's sort of what you're dealing with right now. Um, Larrikin is looking towards this path to, path to the west. A goblin was sitting on this bridge in front of you, and Albatross killed him, and he fell backwards into the stream. 
Uh, you can either continue on this path which goes underneath the bridge and turns to the right, or you can go to the left in this secretish passageway that uh, Albatross is looking at. Uh, what do you and there is a path that? this way as well That's the bridge is connected to. <clears throat> Jim, can I do a quick sidebar? I don't know if you've been noticing, but maybe during editing you can listen for it. You've been saying so many inspirational things tonight that just deserve to be on like plaques and posters, oh, such no. as... Well, you just said you can do anything you want. It just depends on whether or not you succeed, you know? It'd be one of the parody posters, though. But, right. Same picture of the cat holding onto the branch, though. So. <laughs> yes, perfect. Dark connotations, of course. <laughs> all right, that's all, that's all I had. That's funny. Didn't even notice. They're just standard things I tell people in D&D. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so does, does, this, does this picture make sense? Probably not. But does the picture combined with what I've been saying make any more sense? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, so we're going on that path? Well, right now, Larrikin is going on that path. He I wants to it. go on that path. Um, right. Albatross okay. is probably over here, too. He shot the goblin down off the bridge. Um, no one has to follow Larrikin. He can go scout ahead. I just want to know what you, if you guys want to wait behind or if uh, you want to go with him and whether Larrikin even wants you to follow him or whether he wants to scout. I'm going to go with Larrikin because I know he's hurt, so I don't want him to be by himself. And I feel that, oh, that's a good point. I keep forgetting that I'm hurt. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. Um, <clears throat> but no, I think I'm going to, that plays true to character too. Uh, where I'm like, well, I am hurt, but I don't want to miss out on anything. Um, and I'm going to say that possibly at some point during the wagon adventure, I did let him know that like, my intent is not to run off alone and do my own thing. So I'm just going to scout ahead ultimately. I'm not really intending to go full-fledged down a well alone. Um, okay. For too far, yeah. um, who's going to be in the lead? Uh, of us two? Yeah. Of yeah. Two. It'll be me. Okay. So you guys sort of scramble up this first bit of gravel and you reach the platform. How much do you weigh, Albatross? Uh, I have that somewhere. Let me see. I weigh... 265 pounds. Okay. Um, as soon as you put one foot onto this ledge in between the two sections of rubble, uh, it completely collapses, uh, and the rubble that's below you and the rubble that's above you all come tumbling down with you back to the original path. Uh, and both you and Larrikin, if you could, make dexterity saving throws. Okay. <laughs> I roll the 10. <laughs> okay, I roll... Let's see. Uh, you said dexterity saving throw? Yep, yep. Nine fail. <laughs> oh, good. So, Larrikin actually sees this coming um, and is able to just grab onto the side of the wall uh, at the bottom of this path and sort of jump and avoid all of this gravel as it's tumbling down. And he, you don't actually take any damage. Uh, Albatross, however... Um, attempts to attempts to regain his balance, but does not do so successfully, and is sort of swept along by this mini avalanche. Uh, and if uh, oh, I'm rolling this, 
Isn't he a rock? He basically is. Uh, but he takes nine points of falling damage. <laughs> I am out. I am out of hit points. I'm a so, so Syrah and Leofel, you see them head through this passage and like literally five seconds pass and you hear Larrikin scream and jump out of the way as just a ton of rubble flows into the path and Albatross just slams into the ground and is unconscious. And you oh, can hear... And in addition to this amount of fun things that are happening, uh, you hear a lot of commotion, soft voices that are very goblin-esque sounding voices. So I'm still technically halfway up the path, it sounds like. No, you fell back down. I also fell. You like dodged your way back down. Can I understand anything they're saying? Yes. Uh, Give me one second to remember what they're saying. (laughs) Uh, you hear one that seems up forward uh, along this passage quite a ways uh, say something that you're not sure, but it sort of sounds like, release the river. He doesn't actually say that. Release the river. But he does say, uh, let the water go. That's what you hear him say. Um, you also hear voices down this west area. Um but their voices aren't as like suspicious. They're just sort of saying like, "Oh, what the hell's going on down there?" So, does anybody want to try and rescue your fallen comrade? I'm gonna kind of shake his shoulder like, "Hey, uh, Al, well, doing okay?" <laughs> My eyes stopped glowing. So, make a make a medicine check. Which is uh, weird. Yeah, I can. First. I can do a med- medicine check. Hey, uh, oh boy. <laughs> I roll a natural one. I just start shipping away. <laughs> you're you're like it was hot. <laughs> you're trying to wipe off what you think is a piece of rubble, but it was actually a piece of his shoulder. <laughs> I just did a Boston accent. I, I was like, do look like stone, so that probably is true. Oh, jeez, Louise. Anyone else? Tell me what I. Tell me um, what. I, well, where I'm supposed to roll. So when we're doing things like this, there are a few things you can do when you're playing D&D. And I know it's 10.30, so we're going to stop in a moment. There's a good stopping point happening very shortly. Uh, you can do something in character. So you can say, my character would go up and try and wake him up or prop him up and put him against the wall and speak words of encouragement. And then I'll just tell you how to roll and figure that out. Except um, my character just... My flaw is I don't expect me to save those who can't help themselves. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> okay. Well, so good. So I just look at him like, all right. All right. We're well, party I'll, of three I'll, now. <laughs> so, I mean, they're in the path of the water, but I don't, I can't. They're not. They're not. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm a horrible artist. Uh, they're back on the main, um, the main area. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Because the, the, the rubble was so much that it sort of flowed into the river and passed. So, okay, so then I'll, we, I'll can try I... and help him since I don't have to... I thought I had to drag him somewhere. No, you can just go ahead and roll medicine that. check too if you want. Um, okay. Um, that's also not good enough. So you're she rolled an eight. Um, uh-huh. You're not really sure how to help a warforged. Okay. Uh, oh, there you go. There, I'll guess um, I rolled a 15. Yep. So, Syra, sort of uh, not with much enthusiasm, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so you go over and uh, I, don't, I don't know what you do that's much different than everybody else. It could have just been that time has passed. Um, but as you sort of move to shake awake your your fallen Maybe friend. Kick him really hard to give him. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I like it. You're like, he's, Get he's too weak to handle this. <laughs> Get up, you big rock. <laughs> ah. And it works. Um, you kick him in the side uh, and he sort of just like shakes awake. Um, Albatross, you have one HP. Oh, um, nice. But otherwise you're fine right now. So I just sit straight back up. Yes. My eyes start glowing again. Um, right after this happens, uh, you see a lot of water starting to flow down from the northern part of the cave. Uh, so instead of the map looking like it does now, um, this is probably a different color water. Um, the water is sort of coming at you along so the regular Jim path going, now. Jim is going crazy with the MS Paint brush right now. Yes, I am. He's effectively <laughs> turning everything blue. Uh, so this this water is rushing at you. Uh, I we're think, running away. Um, I'm gonna go. Given where oh, you are and the speed of the water the, as it's rushed down, you don't have time to get back to the stairs. So, so you're gonna go have to. You can do a pathway. couple of things. Um, oh, there was flavor text I was supposed to read. I'll do it anyway. The passage is suddenly filled with a mighty roar as a huge surge of rushing water pours down from above. Um, this flood is basically threatening everybody who's in the tunnel. Uh, you, If you were right next to the stairs, you could jump in there and be safe, but it doesn't look like anybody is. So you can um, try to hold on to the walls for basically your only option. I'm going to do that while also holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a straight strength saving throw for everybody. Am I able to, you said I'm, I have one hit point, am I able to stand up and yep. do the same? Okay. Yeah, you're totally fine. So you said roll what? Strength. A strength save. Yes. I'm the, I'm the hero everyone deserves. Oh no. Oh uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, American rolled a two. Syra rolled a seven. Leifel rolled an 18. And Albatross rolled a natural one. Um, what happens here? <laughs> Lyafell, despite not being particularly athletic, you hop maybe the desperation of the situation and grab right onto the wall. Uh, and this water doesn't do anything to you. And you're able to just sort of maneuver yourself back onto the stairs and you're, you're safe. Uh, the am other I, three... Am I yeah, able to grab the, the gnome? No, this is all sort of happening simultaneously. <laughs> Thank um, you, Lyafell. I tried. <laughs> I think with my natural one, I'm just gonna stay seated as it comes right. <laughs> not even gonna try. <laughs> not even so get up. Good. Just like being awake was nice for a second. Um, you all are swept down this uh, passageway and back out the main entrance of the cave. And this was this was just a, a backdoor pilot for. You all only take. Pilot. You all only take one point of damage, which and I'm most of you was fine. <laughs> Down to one HP. Warforged Albatross is knocked unconscious again. So (laughs) the three of you are sprawled out um, on the grass next to the thickets, uh, (laughs) dripping wet, and the Warforged is not moving. Um, And Lyafell is safe next to the three wolves. And I think with that, to respect Philip's time and my own awakeness, 
uh, I think this will be a good point to pause. All right. You guys really roll a three, a two, and a one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, I my God. Know. We did. What, wait, what did I? I thought I rolled a seven. No, you no, no, yeah, but you have five, five extra oh, already. Yeah. Five. We did. We rolled a... That was great. A three, two, and a one. <laughs> that, that's so funny. Uh, um, I mean, I technically roll the highest of everybody, so. Yes, I you rolled... got a three minus one. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah. And no, why I, do I, I, have... I only nope. roll high at the worst time. Uh, that was a pretty good one to roll on. You saved yourself some damage. Uh, Mel, I mean, this is effectively your show. You... You're the main character of this story, I think, honestly. <laughs> she is Tomb Raider while we are getting flushed out like... <laughs> by, by simple flood traps. <laughs> Tune in next week, uh, everyone, when we um, watch Melanie heal all of us. <laughs> um, all right, so just as uh, not metagaming so much, but there are like two slash three really main areas left that we'll tackle on Tuesday. Okay. Um, cool. Assuming you guys do a, make it successfully and don't die. Um, and until then, if anybody tuned in to listen, thank you. I think we'll try and post this lovely art that I drew um, so everybody can see the high-tech map everybody's working with. Um, and hopefully next time, uh, depending on if you're Positive or negative, we'll see them be successful or have a few more deaths. <laughs> so everyone prepare an extra character next week is what Jim said. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe we'll come up with a name by next uh, next Tuesday. We need we need two names actually. We need a name for whatever we want to call this. The we need a new podcast name. And then if you, you guys want to come up with a name for your little adventuring group, that's also fun. We weren't Quite sticking with. We weren't sticking with tent pitchers. <laughs> we can. That could be your group. I'm not, I'm not gonna call the podcast the tent pitchers. <laughs> and that's bad bad SEO. So. Yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks everybody. Appreciate your time. Uh, good night, everybody. Thank you, good everyone. Night. Okay. Good night, Phil. Guys, thank you. Until Tuesday. Night, everybody.